0: You hear that sound. That is the sound of the waves crashing against a bay. But it's not just any bay, it's a Baywatch because this is a Baywatch podcast. Or is it? No, it is. Ooh. In fact, this is Baywatch Rookie School, a podcast for two men who have never watched Baywatch before. Try and watch Baywatch. I'm Michael Eisen.
1: And I'm uh, Thrap and Michael, I would argue this is more of Baywatch alien school, because boy oh boy, is there some out-of-this-world weirdness in this episode. Or is it? Ooh, do,
0: do, do, do. That's going to be my answer to every
1: question <laughs> tonight is, or is it? Oh, God. I really, uh, not to spoil this episode, but I, I really hated the ending of this episode. I loved um, the ending of the episode. Oh, oh man, alright, well I'm excited to get into it then
0: Yeah, uh, so in case you hadn't noticed uh, You clicked on a podcast It was our podcast It was our Baywatch podcast Not our Herbie Fully Loaded podcast Damn Which may or may not be secretly exists. It doesn't uh, <laughs> And here we are, you know, another week Another Garo garo gggge shirt appearance another <laughs> baywatch episode in fact this is season 3 episode 14 strangers among us and before uh, we get
1: into it i do feel it's important to mention that you are not the only one in a special podcasting outfit tonight cuz i you have a garo garo gggge tokyo anal dynamite shirt too no i don't but i do have dinosaur
0: christmas pajamas so you know ooh <laughs> i need more I think I've shown you my one Christmas thing. It's like one of these like over the top, like hyper neon, like it's like a dinosaur shooting laser beams thing. I don't Um, think I've seen this. Okay. I'll I'll wear it for you uh, next time I see you, but cool, it's hot. It's really hot. (laughs) I got it for a party at my last company, but I don't have an ugly Christmas sweater and that's what I want. And I need one. Yeah. Uh, Um, Maybe I should get a Baywatch Ugly Christmas sweater. If we should get matching Baywatch Ugly Christmas sweaters. If you find a Baywatch Ugly Christmas sweater, I will absolutely
1: buy them for both of us for Christmas.
0: Okay, wait, let's do five seconds of Google searching. (laughs) I don't need to know what's new in Chrome Chrome. I'm using Chrome. Okay, I'll figure it out. Uh, Ugly Christmas sweater okay 86 hustle.com provides <laughs> us this one
1: i mean it's not bad
0: it's, it's not, not bad. no it's bad i mean it's bad but like it everyone be has this one it looks like maybe we need to get what we really need to do is actually catch in on like knowing someone, and get someone to design us, like, commission a a Baywatch Ugly Christmas Sweater, I would spend money on that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's actually, I mean, I don't know if we know anybody, uh, (laughs) (laughs) though, Sorry. So it did lead me to Redbubble and just (laughs) reminding myself of all the things that they have on Uh, Redbubble. If you search up Baywatch, like a beach, please. Baywatch shirt. Oh, God. Or all I want for Christmas is Mitch Buchanan uh, shirt, which is uh, not not necessarily great. Um, Huh. It's, yeah. 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 There's a lot of David Hasselhoff shirts. Hot beach for a hot man. (laughs) There's a don't (laughs) fuck with Mitch Buchanan shirt. Ooh. Uh, You know, probably not going to get that. Uh, If you can't tell uh, by the fact that we are riffing right now, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't necessarily love the episode. Yeah. uh, that, That we have watched for this. Um, And again, that episode Is Baywatch Season 3 Episode 14, Strangers Among Us Or is it? Dun 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 It it is Uh, (laughs) In in fact, this episode was written by John Welpley Welp, am I right? Oh I have taught you well (laughs) It's going to be a bad episode We're starting off with that humor Um, Oh boy he hasn't done much. He did co-write a movie called The Colony, which is about the Malibu colony that Matt Brody lives in. We've talked about it multiple times before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also uh, wrote episodes for a show called Earth Final Conflict. Now, Morgan, I, this is not going to be good for the podcast view, uh, listeners, so Morgan will have to describe this afterwards. Morgan, please go on IMDb, look up Earth Final Conflict, and watch the trailer.
1: I like that it moves to, like,
0: elevator music at the end of the trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. I have finished. Okay, so what are your uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, it looks like um, it reminds me a lot of V, but much lower budget. Um, It's from Gene Roddenberry, and it looks like it was shot on a budget of like a couple hundred bucks. Um, it looks real fucking cheap from the trailer, and it seems to be a fairly generic sci-fi plot from the trailer, at least, where it's just like, aliens are among us, and, oh wait, actually, they're evil, um, and we don't know one way or the other, um, except they definitely are evil, and also, uh, here's a bunch of really cheap... Uh, special effects and also the tagline is the missing link between uh, Star Trek and X-Files um, which is nothing that doesn't make sense <laughs> this means um, nothing to me <laughs> um, but uh, d- the other thing I was going to say is I don't remember
0: that's fair because it's it's basically forgettable but I look at it and I'm like oh yeah this is very nineteen ninety-seven. This is like the oh, yeah. most ninety-seven or two thousand kind of thing possible. And I kinda of love it for that in that regard. Like it just <laughs> looks like utter dreck, other utter crap. Um hmm. kinda of why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a guy who wrote episodes for that directing this. That R- does explain writings. a lot. Uh, now this was directed though by Alan Meyerson who previously directed Point of Attack, uh, the episode where Eddie trained Danny Trejo's kid about water sports. Oh, right. I I mean sports (laughs) on the water. Sports on the water, not water sports. Fire Uh, in the sky. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Trying to think of how to make that into an innuendo. (laughs) Uh,
1: More like fire in (laughs) this (laughs) guy.
0: So dumb. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, God. This episode aired uh, January 18th, 1993. Let's talk about some guest stars. Mm hmm. Uh, Michelle Burke plays Dr. Faye Taylor. Yes, this is Michael Burke's wife. Yes, we last saw her fucking Eddie while he was underage. Mm hmm. Uh, and the less I have to remember about that season two finale god the better uh, cause that was just utter trash mm-hmm. um and then I only have one other person to talk about there's not a lot of guests I mean there are some guest stars in this episode they just haven't done much there's like one guy who was on a bunch of episodes of one show they didn't do anything else like there's not a lot of guest stars which makes me sad cause I love talking about our guest stars uh which is why, hopefully, Morgan prepared a, a, a funny tangent <laughs> story from his life. Yeah. To be inserted in post-production. <laughs> uh, now, next up, we have Christina Wayborn, Or last up, we have Christina Weyborn. Uh, and she plays Lila Franks. Now, she was born Brett Inger Johansson in Nybro, Sweden. She was Miss Sweden nineteen seventy, Miss Scandinavia, and a semi-finalist in Miss Universe. Oh, now she may be known for a few. Best known for a few things. Firstly, she played Magda in Octopussy, aka she was Octopussy's right hand woman. Mm. She was Cast without an audition. Have you seen Octopussy? I have not. Do you know what Octopussy is? I know it's a Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a good role. I mean, it's a pretty big role. Uh, And she was cast in that after they saw her in the other thing you might know her from, which is she played Greta Garbo in the movie The Silent Lovers, a movie about Greta Garbo, but she doesn't get the top credit, (laughs) which is funny to me. Yeah. Uh, And apparently she method acted the whole time and spoke with a heavy Swedish accent, even though she actually has an American accent. Uh, and so like on the last day of shooting, she switched an American accent and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> 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 that's a good fucking prank.
1: Yeah, uh, I kind of love that. Like normally when you hear like, oh, ex-actor was method the entire shoot, you're like, oh, God, they must be insufferable. But that's that's fucking funny.
0: It's great, especially because like she's from Sweden. So like, OK, well, this makes sense, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now unfortunately her filmography list is not very long and she claims this is because she was blackballed by Hollywood after she wouldn't sleep with the producer on the set of that movie um yeah I mean so that happens unfortunately um fuck Hollywood am mm-hmm, I right mm-hmm. uh Morgan if you have a witty post production tangent about your life here would be the place to insert. It. <laughs> Otherwise, take us off into this episode. Let's do it. Let's get
1: abducted into this episode. Um, we start off
0: with now a now. Immediately black... stop. Okay. <laughs> um, so no, no. Continue. It's a montage. So start describing it.
1: It's a it's a black and white surfing montage
0: what? set in my version to new metal. Oh, okay. Whoa and whoa <laughs> Black and white and new metal mm-hmm.
1: There's there's Some parts that are in color But the way they do it is like It'll be a black and white band In the middle of the screen with color on either Side of it or above and below it um, It's very Weird and feels Very artistic um, But not good Huh Oh Huh Um, and it's just, like, the most generic, new metal-y sounding bullshit track over top of it. Does it have lyrics? Uh, I don't remember.
0: I tried to decipher some of the lyrics, but I couldn't. I couldn't Um, find any information about if there was a song here. Um, Huh. So, that part, so I just assumed it was an instrumental, because, uh, yeah, I just couldn't find any information. Uh... Yeah, I do not have new metal. And mine's in color. Um, really? There was no
1: black and white shots in your version? I don't remember it. That's so weird.
0: Or huh. is it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I have a song called I Know a Place by Michael Larios. It kind of sucks. But uh, it goes a little something like this, Morgan, doesn't it? All right. Uh, I'm also just mad
1: that it's not, uh, I Know a Place by Muna, uh, cause that's actually a good song. And, uh, Muna, M-U-N-A, they're a, like, female pop band that got big, like, I mean, they, their first album came out a few years ago, um, but I- Muna. They, they just blew up, like, six months ago. They're, they're quite good. I really wait like them. Wait a second,
0: wait a second. Did I- did I listen to this band this year and not know them because I've listened to too much music this year? Probably. Wait. That uh, honestly, that kind of happens. I am at like five hundred three <laughs> new albums from twenty twenty one listened to. Wow! I'm actually at five twenty five. Wait a second, Muna? No, mm-hmm. I listened to munya. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I, <no. laughs> this, this, this is dumb Yeah, so I listen to a band called Moon Moonya yeah With a ah. Well, I do recommend Muna I think they're quite good um, I'm looking at a picture of them And I'm like, holy shit The 90s on this Oh, the music is very Like 90s pop girl group But I've, modernized have, have you looked at Google images of them? Yes, I have <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's one that looks just it's like there's a green and white striped shirt, which I want. I, I badly want that. Uh and then a girl with red hair and a green shirt, and it's just like, whoa. I did not remember that this vibe existed and I've just been transported back to Baywatch times.
1: Oh yeah. And no, they have such a fucking 90s aesthetic and I love it. Uh the, the song that blew them up was they did
0: a collab with uh Phoebe Bridgers called Silk Chiffon. Uh oh, okay. I probably have seen that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I probably have heard that. that it's a good yeah, song. I have. I have.
1: Um but yeah, let's uh let's get to this much worse song. <laughs> You don't know that yet. You haven't read the lyrics. That's true. I haven't either. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I never do. There's a little place I know waves of purple, green, and gold. The waters we warm, the waters nice. (laughs) And we can try it tonight. Try it tonight. We can run, we can hide. Will you follow me until the end of time? Of all time? We can fly, we can ride. Oh, I know a place where the ocean, it breaks in the sky. 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 We can run. We can hide. Will you follow me until the end of all time? God, the meter on that is so weird. That's because the way you're singing it.
0: (laughs) You're not singing it like they do in the originals. Your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm I'm blaming the songwriter. I think if any song can't be sung in this style that it has a bad meter and is a bad song and that's yeah, fuck my off Michael Larios right <laughs> for <before> music <laughs> that's my hot take for this episode um, but that's uh, there's three more lines we can fly we can run oh I know a place where the ocean it breaks in the sky the ocean it breaks in the
0: sky <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, I feel like you dramatically changed that song in some ways, but I don't remember what the original song sounds like enough to prove that. (laughs) Perfect. That was my plan all along. I just have a note that I said in parentheses, this sucks. So I assume it sucked.
1: Um, But yeah, we see that in our surfing montage, Slade is winning. Um, And... Uh, I did
0: not want Slade back. No. I just hoped he disappeared forever. Because God, Slade. The problem. There's many problems with Slade. One of them is that beyond struggling to be a real human being, Kelly Slater. No, I guess it is that Kelly Slater looks like he struggles at being a human being. A little much bit. Less an actor. Like even walking, I'm like, oh no, Mario, are you gonna tip over? <laughs> There's
1: a specific line of his later in the episode that we'll get to that I uh, just cracked me the fuck up. There's a and it was few clearly not supposed to be, but it just, his delivery was so terrible that I couldn't help but laugh. There's a few of those. All right, I'm excited to hear the other ones you're thinking of. Um, but while Slade is winning this surf competition, we see that a guy is hiding diamonds in the bottom of a surfboard, With some very tense music. And also he's shirtless with an N95 respirator over his face.
0: Surely there's a better way to smuggle diamonds than put them in a surfboard. Okay, so like, one, you're at a surfing competition. Mm Mm-hmm. Where near this beach are diamonds found?
1: So they are in, I think it's Cape Town. Um, They're in Cape Town? Yeah, there's a little, like, a uh, bit of dialogue that, or, like, a uh, title card that pops up at the beginning of the montage that's, like, I'm, like, 95% sure it
0: said Cape Town, Africa. Okay, so then that makes a lot more sense. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: uh, that makes, in I was, like, what is this, San Francisco or something? The ah. Diamonds, you know? Yeah. No, no, I'm
1: pretty sure this was supposed to be. I, th- I think it said Cape Town, but I am i don't remember now. It was supposed to be somewhere foreign where there are diamonds, which is also why they talk about
0: him clearing customs later. I don't re- remember them talking about him clearing customs. <laughs> All I remember from this scene, really, is that there's diamonds. There's got to be a better way to do that. And that there's a guy named Jock Hudson. Yes. I love that sure name. I want to be called Jock Hudson. It's Fuck a good Michael name. Eisen <laughs> Jock Hudson is where it's at People will look at me and be like There's a jock No, not just any jock Jock Hudson It's a very, very
1: good name um, And plus if you say it fast enough It sounds like you're saying Rock Hudson Which Ooh. is also a good name And, you know, is uh, a, a mildly
0: famous actor um. <laughs> wow, wow. Only mildly famous Only a little bit Oh, oh, just just the slightest. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you could pretend that you are Rock Hudson reincarnated, which uh,
0: you know can't hurt. It can't hurt, but I maybe we should save that for a little pillow talk. <laughs> what? Rock Hudson was in Pillow Talk. Ah, I, I've
1: never seen a Rock Hudson movie. Well, you don't have a out.
0: magnificent obsession with Rock Hudson. I do not. I assume that's not one of Yeah, movies. Yeah, Magnificent Obsession was one of his movies. I couldn't work Ice Station Zebra in, so I worked Magnificent what? Obsession. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a true... Hold on. It's a true never say goodbye. Nope. Nope. Truly, we are strange bedfellows. Anyways. Yes. God, Some of these... Some of these titles of these movies, I'm just like, Embryo? Like, what? Huh. Uh, or like, uh, there's uh, one that's called, well, yeah, has anyone seen My Gal is a classic. Um, but like, The Tarnished Angels, and I'm like, okay. oh, uh, Ice Station Zebra is one that I'm like, eh, I don't know about that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this Earth is Mine? Okay, Hmm. Uh, and then okay. Yeah. Anyways, enough of this Rock rock Hudson (laughs) bit. Back to Uh, Jack Hudson.
1: Yeah, we learn that Slade has won the surfing competition. So the guy from earlier, uh, whose name is Dirk, shows up and swaps Slade' board for the one with the diamonds because they look identical. Um, And then uh, we go to the beach, where we see there are a whole bunch of people uh doing science
0: and setting up equipment oh, on the no, beach no 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 no, 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 no. No, you skipped far ahead. Oh. Yeah. So uh not that far ahead. We need to talk about the <laughs> important part of the plot. Okay. Which is that the guy with the diamonds comes back and he's at the beach in Cape Town. Uh-huh. And what he's going to do is he's going to switch uh, Jimmy's board with the diamond board so that I right. can then take it through customs. Um but he knocks over a surfboard that looks exactly like the ones he put diamonds in. He put a he put a notch in the back of one of the gutters yeah. or whatever. Um, but he he's really fucking dumb. So he knocks over one. There's one already up and he puts the one with the diamonds in it down. Then he decides you know what? I'm just going to take the one that's already up, noticing that there's just a surfboard there on the ground when there's no other surfboards on the ground because they're put up against something. That's that's not
1: how I saw that scene. It, it looked like he knocked over the board as an excuse to be like, oh, no, let me pick it up, but then swapped it with the diamond board and yeah. walked off
0: with the non-diamond board. No, he, he picked the wrong no, so what happened was he picked the wrong board. This is... So what's he supposed to happen is he's supposed to knock over a board. Right. Or re- just replace a board. Replace Jimmy's board with a, uh, with a di- the diamond board. Right. So then when Jimmy goes to get his board, he'll get the board with the diamonds they can take it from him, and they'll just take a random surfboard. Yeah. Uh, wait... I think Fuck. that's what happened. Okay, wait. Yeah, you're right. I'm the fucking dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm not a diamond thief, and I host a <laughs> podcast about Baywatch. <laughs> okay, so now I have to give this episode a 10 out of 10 because I'm dumb. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I just went back and
1: rewatched the swap, and he absolutely does swap it correctly.
0: Okay, okay. He does swap it correctly. okay. Never mind. <laughs> yes, Stephanie sees a bunch of antennas on the beach and some dudes are skinning for radiation. Please continue.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, And basically, Stephanie is like, hey, what are you doing? And uh, our our absolute favorite, Dr. Michelle Burke, uh, whose name is not actually Dr. Michelle Burke in this episode, obviously, but is instead Dr. Faye Taylor. Um, in or forms- is it? Dun, 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 um, inform Stephanie that it's okay because they have a permit for overnight camping. Um, which, and clearly what they are doing is
0: camping. Which, yeah, clearly you're setting up for the one overnight camp. I'm like, this, you. This is, shouldn't you have a permit for overnight camping that allows you to set up at night? Not, right? hey, we're going to spend the whole day taking up the beach to prepare for the overnight camp. Mm-hmm that we're then going to leave here because we'll all be abducted and therefore we won't (laughs) clean up our mess. Who would give someone that permit? Right. Um, but it's at this point that Mitch and
1: Hobie show up and we learn that these scientists are alien hunters and the aliens are supposed to be here tonight. And there's a guy who kind of looks like, um, Kevin, what's his name from kids in the hall, uh, just slamming on a synth, uh, very, I think what's intended to be an homage to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, but is just kind of dumb, um, wearing just the most, like, 90s hippie outfit. He of, looks like the freaking lawnmower man. He does, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but he's wearing um, a blue and purple tie-dye shirt with denim overalls and just a bunch of crystals around his neck. Um,
0: yeah. He He, at one point... Turns to Hobie and says, hey, Hobie, or hey, kid, you want to mm-hmm. see something? Mm-hmm. Starts taking off his clothes, which mm-hmm. it seems okay with.
1: Yeah, There's- I <laughs> I was concerned by how quickly Mitch was like, yeah, this is
0: fine. And then he says, hey, look at the scar on my leg. The embedded crystals into my bloodstream to track me. And Hobie's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. This is all like... Also... This lawnmower man uh, He speaks with a Fargo accent Oh yeah Which I'm like What? That can't be your You can't have that (laughs) That's that's not your real accent Like I I forbid it Mm -hmm. Uh, Also uh, Logistical question They have all this stuff set up on the beach Where are they getting the power from? You know that's a really good question I had not considered that They have computers They have 90... Nineteen ninety-three computers. Where mm-hmm. are they getting the power from?
1: And just like a shit ton of amps and synthesizers and antennas.
0: Like. Oh well, the m- music is music feeds the power for that. That's true. That's but, true. So Mitch asks Doctor Faye Taylor, uh, "What what do you need all these things?" And she says, "All the equipment is necessary to document it and track what happens." Then, mm-hmm. but do you really fucking need an Asonic keyboard? <laughs> like, what is going to happen? Oh, man, we really need to track what the aliens dance to. Right? Yeah. That, that seems okay. And she says, well, haven't you ever seen anything unexplainable? And Mitch says, yeah, I have. They're all explainable. Uh, <laughs> which I found very funny. And then Mitch, uh, Faye mentions a sonic boom came from across the ocean. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mitch thought it was, like, an earthquake, but she says it was a skyquake from an yes. unknown aircraft. Oh, and Mitch, God. Mitch makes this face, uh, which is just... Sure. <laughs> uh, by the way, I started making emotes. Nice. That's uh, very good. So this is now an emote. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's a dumb emote, but just Mitch goes, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now, uh, what happens next uh, is very interesting to me. So, CJ offers to do a night shift to watch over the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ's not a member of this group, but has two of Dr. Taylor's uh, books. And then we get this amazing interaction, which, um, uh, Morgan, if you could read for me, uh, sure. with all of your acting skill. Is
1: this the, the bad letter Kenny rhyming dialogue? Yes. I'm CJ. I'm Faye. I'm leaving. I'm staying. No way. CJ, let him stay. I'll watch him. Okay? I don't know if this was intentional on their part. Uh, It was cut. It was cut in such a way where it
0: had to have been. It was very interesting. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah. But I I was just taken aback by it. Uh, I
1: mean, it it truly just reminded me how much I would rather be watching Letter, Kenny.
0: Like, well, except for the last season, the most recent season. Yeah, which it's I of, mean, yeah. is, it's better than Baywatch. Most that is of the time. true, but I mean, there's some parts of Baywatch I'd rather watch than that season of Letter Kenny. <laughs> the best seasons of Letter Kenny, no way. I'd rather watch Letter Kenny. Oh um, yeah, which we <laughs> we supposed? To, I think we we have tickets to see Letter Kenny live, and I have yeah. no clue what happened. Like, who has the tickets? When it's happening because it was like a weird eight-way chain that we did. Oh, I think I think Andrew got the tickets or something. Uh, <laughs> I I I have no clue. Um, yeah, I might just end up buying new tickets. Right. At that rate. Um, and then if I see eight seats in a row that are empty, I'll just be like, "Those are mine." Uh, <laughs> just Just lay down on the seats. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I've been so I've been watching. Uh, I started watching Survivor.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: what happened is I found out a, a bunch of people from my wrestling Discord and I guilt I guilted them. Uh I said, "Hey, uh if you want to be my friend. No, I didn't I didn't guilt them. Uh I said, "You should uh you should watch The Bachelorette with me." And they said, "No fucking way." And i said, <laughs> Come on. And they said, "No fucking way." And I said, "Just try it once and let me know what you think." And we said, "Okay, fine." so one person watched it with me and they said fuck I like this so then we got another person and they said fuck I like this so we got another person and they said I'm hooked so now we have a (laughs) five person uh weekly discord call to watch the Bash threat and then they said okay let's watch survivor so we started watching season 18 of survivor where they're in um they're in brazil and they're just in a fuck they're just in a desert um And there's a dude on there who looks so unfairly like a Letterkenny character. Uh, However, he says he is not your average Mormon because he drinks coffee, (laughs) Uh, which does also seem like a Letterkenny character. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so the whole time I've just been calling him uh, a wheel snipe silly guy, even though (laughs) his name is Trevor or something like that. Um, speaking
1: of reality TV, I have found a new show that I desperately need to watch. It's a British show from Channel 4. Have you have you heard of The Love Trap?
0: Oh, that's the one where they fall through the. Yes. Trap. Do you know him uh. the, the guy is from Too Hot to Handle? Oh, so, yeah, okay. the guy who's 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 trying to tell if they're a love trap or not. He's from Too Hot to Handle. Gotcha. Yeah. He was on the season with Chloe from The Circle. Oh! And he was hitting... Him and Chloe were, like, hitting on each other, and then uh, they nothing happened. <laughs> but I... yeah Oh, yeah, I, I made a I face I make when pooping post of him, where he says, <laughs> yeah, I just walk into the bar, I take off my shirt, sorted. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, please explain for a moment what the love trap is. Okay, so
1: the love trap, I saw a clip of this (laughs) I saw a clip of this on TikTok where Basically, someone was just showing like, you know, it looks like a normal dating show. Um, The host is like, all right, here are the three women. Now you have to pick which one is the love trap. And the guy debates for a while and there's dramatic music zooming in on each of the three women. And then eventually he says a name and the fucking floor underneath her opens up and she just falls straight down screaming. Um, and I, I truly assumed that this was some sort of prank until I Googled it and found out that, no, no, it is in fact a show called The Love Trap, but I would like to propose that instead of calling it The Love Trap, they should have called it The Love Hole, um, just because that (laughs) name would make me more uncomfortable and I think it would be funnier. Did you see the follow-up video?
0: No. So, the follow-up video is her post-trap interview. Oh. It says... Uh, my name is whatever and i i'm a trap uh and she was like i wasn't love trap here's my boyfriend we were so madly in love i came on the show to win money so we can buy a fucking house and they interview with him uh do an interview with yeah him. Goes, i mean fair. baby baby you gotta convince him that you love him so we can buy that fucking house <laughs> and i'm like you know what god save the queen this is amazing yeah uh, it's so I, good. I do want to watch that. I just hope it's it doesn't turn out to be something like um, the the Strange Beast show. Oh, Sexy you know, Beast. Sexy Beast. Because that one sucked. It was so bad. Sexy. The premise of Sexy Beast is that everyone wears like uh, monster prosthetics. Yes. And then they have to go on a date, and they're like ten minute dates, so it's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, new idea. Yes. Uh, it's people go on dates but they're stuck in the suit from the Giver um, <laughs> and they just have to outrun aliens and then Ooh. at the end of the date uh, an eldritch demon appears uh, mm. and just tries to eat them and if you kill the monster you get to survive and go on a date a second date but if you don't you just die I love it and I would also love to propose saw the dating show go on
1: it's it's a bunch of uh, saw traps, but instead of physical pain, you have to inflict emotional pain. Ooh, well, I mean, isn't that what a dating show is? Just emotional pain? Sure. But I want it to be set in the sets of Saw. Like, so- I want it to be like grimy and I want Jigsaw to be the host.
0: So but he's not putting them through any like you got to cut this this body limb off. He's like, like, you got to tell her that you love her and then kiss someone else, <laughs> you know, or something like that. But it's still in a room that you're locked in, and you're, yes. like, handcuffed, and there's, like, only a saw. Yes. Are, and so it's all of that, but you don't have to actually do any of the physical stuff. You yes. just guilt other people. And then once you fall in love, he goes, he takes off his mask, and it's like, this whole time I wasn't actually saw, I'm the host uh Forrest Whitaker, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Forrest Whitaker's Saw. I would so watch that. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's trap What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I would watch it so much. I would not watch any other TV show <laughs> other than Forrest Whitaker's Trap. <laughs>
1: I I want it to be called Forrest Whitaker's Seesaw of Love.
0: (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Or... Oh, God. uh, No, no. I don't know if you can do better than that. I was going to think of something like Cutting to the Point or... No, Mm. Seesaw of Love. That's very good. (laughs) I think we should... There's this, like, episode, I think I mentioned it before, South Park with Cartman uh, contributing 600 ideas. Have I mentioned this one before? Uh, I don't know. So, like, he, so the whole point is he dresses up as a robot called Mr. Roboto. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah osteo- I've seen the episode. Or, yeah, so, the but the part where, like, he goes and they're like, uh, he's pitched 800 new movie ideas 650 of which feature adam sandler and yes so adam sandler goes to a store and he can't figure out if he should buy ketchup and like oh that's a great one tell us the next one okay so adam Sandler is like trapped on an island and he has to find a coconut oh great one great one we should go (laughs) and just pitch our movie ideas nonstop to some exec until they stick i agree but Uh, i can't see a single flaw with this plan I, I, I'm I sure this is how people do it. They throw something at a dartboard and then they're like, OK, that's tonight we have the love trap. OK. <laughs> Speaking of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very long shot of a plane landing. There is. Tell you, I do not love Jimmy Slade. Because he arrives and he already does not look like he knows how to be a human. He is struggling to just put step, you know, just foot over foot, uh walk forward, which is probably works that he's a surfer because he doesn't really have to walk forward much. He just stays in one place and then part of his body, you know, so he doesn't really have to walk much, I think. So it's actually quite a good career path for him. I agree. I think clearly uh,
1: Jimmy Slade has a long career as an actor mm. um,
0: Well uh, he's still acting it's just in really movies. oh okay yeah he's like in surfs up one through forty billion you know, <laughs> uh, that. Anytime there there's a surfing movie he's in it. All right well hey good for him it's it's good work if you
1: can get it I guess. yeah um, but yeah once he lands we see him leave the airport. And we see Dirk leave the airport pretty much immediately afterwards uh, and gets in a truck with his partner, uh, Lila, and they follow that van, Slade's van. Did Um, Did you like his reasoning for not following their plan? Oh, God, it was something very dumb. It was the, so, it was the the Black Widow spider,
0: whatever. The male Black Widow has to protect himself, Lila. Which, yes. So it, that's his reasoning for he made a notch in the surfboard, but he was supposed to do something different, but he just said, nah, the male Black Widow has to protect himself. Mm-hmm. And what? Lila goes, I don't trust you either. Yep. Um, Speaking of weird things, in mm-hmm. this next scene... Jimmy has some weird things to say to Summer. He sure does. He says
1: that he brought her something special for his bud. Uh, and it's a T-shirt. And Summer's like, oh, I I guess I'm just your, your bud. And then she's sad.
0: Uh, it's because- super funny. This this is a, a, one of my first really funny slave lines, which I was like, okay, th- I laughed at this. Because he calls her a bud. She goes, I guess that's all I am, all right? Your bud. Uh-huh. And so he goes, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're you're literally right next to her dude. Yeah. He's such a fucking moron and I I I look I would gladly watch episodes of Slade. People saying things to Slade he goes, "Huh?" I would love that. <laughs> but instead they pl- they give him like actual plots to do and I don't like that. Yeah. He's so bad when they try and do anything with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why you should have him not know at all what is happening.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we get a brief scene where our alien musician friend thinks the aliens are under the ocean, and Hobie's like, hey, what if all of this is stupid? And then the alien musician is like, no, what if you're stupid? Uh, And this convinces
0: Hobie. He says, well, think about this, man. They're aliens that can defy the laws of physics. So it makes sense that you've never seen them before, right? And Hobie's like, I'm of age between 10 and 14. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Uh, that makes sense to me. Specifically, I think he says something about like, wouldn't it
1: make sense that they could hide from you and your dad doing your little doggy paddles? And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like Yeah, they don't doggy paddle. Yeah. That's they the at only least backstroke.
0: Yeah. Backstroke
1: <laughs> breaststroke. Yeah. I don't know anything about swimming. I can barely swim, so They have the uh they do
0: the uh, the sexiest stroke, the breaststroke. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. It's the kinkiest stroke.
1: <laughs> um Let's see. After that, uh, Slade is going to go sleep under Tower 20 because it's shady and there's no one there. Uh, oh, so- no, no,
0: no. Before before that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, the guy is playing the music too loud. And... Um, yeah, wait. I think you're... You really jumped
1: far ahead. Um, I didn't write a lot about the various alien guys because... I found them very boring and repetitive. Oh, then don't
0: worry. I got you handled. So (laughs) uh, the guy is playing, the guy, the weird alien guy has been playing his music too loud. His weird, uh, like, Kitaro new wave music Mm -hmm. uh, too loud. And Stephanie has to come over and ask if the music is necessary as Dr. Faye Taylor sunbathes to the sounds of... Um, Now, Dr faye taylor doesn't said i didn't believe this stuff either until i was hired by the navy you haven't enjoyed uh join noage you haven't you have at noage what you haven't at noage what you haven't at noage
1: that that does that does not help me flip it
0: oh join the navy yeah, Vanessa Joyce hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's subliminal messaging. Mormon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she, until she Evidence Joych until she joined the Navy, uh, or they hired the Navy hired her to investigate something, and she didn't understand uh, at all what was happening until she came to the logical conclusion of aliens. And Stephanie says, "What?" And she said, <laughs> they, "They don't want the public to know what they know." And this is dumb and I hate it, Uh, which is why I would like to bring up. I think I mentioned this to you, the time of I went on a date or two or three or four with a UFO truther. Uh, Did I tell you about this? Uh, No, I don't think you did. So I went on some dates with a UFO truther who uh, told me that, you know, I think it's just dumb that people won't. Uh, acknowledge. Oh no, what are you What are you going to give me
1: here? Oh no, I'm just enjoying. So I, I decided to flip what you've typed in here. Um And it's, you know, it's close enough. <laughs>
0: she on <she, she>, <laughs> 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 That is so funny. Uh, We'll we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, uh, Anyways, uh, we went on a few dates, and um, uh, she said, I I don't know why people just can't admit that UFOs are out there. And I was like, I mean, they're unidentified. So really, anything we haven't identified is a UFO. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. And she's like, no, but like the alien ones. And I was like, Oh, uh, no comment. Yeah, and, and she was like, "Now look, Blink One Eighty Two is the greatest band of all time uh. because they're the only ones who will openly challenge the Navy on UFO truth." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, uh, not for their music. So, now the music's music's just fine, but their UFO truthism is what where they're at." Uh, wow, and, uh, wow, what a weird reason to like a band. Yeah. Um, You know, um, and so after a while, I was messaging a few people. I was like, I really like her. She's really great. She's nice to me. You know, she gives me compliments. Uh, I I, I really enjoy hanging out with her. Honestly, I could see a future with her, but I cannot acknowledge that UFOs are true. And this is a big (laughs) enough deal for me that I do not think I could go through with this and someone's like Michael that's dumb and I'm like you do not understand I cannot I cannot feign my eye rolling every time someone brings up UFO truthism yeah no I think I'm on your side on this one I don't think I
1: could date someone who was that committed to the idea that aliens were real
0: everything about them was great and fine yeah except for that and I thought this is this is I Look, if you had told me to write down a list of your deal breakers before this, I would not have put down UFOs. I yeah. would have put down you know like abusive, manipulative, you know mean to animals. I wouldn't have put down really into UFOs and blank one eighty two. But you know that's what, how we learn out things about ourselves. I guess it's true. It's true. Yeah. Now. Diamond thieves show up at Jimmy's van. Mm -hmm. Over tells him, Sleep under the tower. Yes, for she says, What are buds for? And he does not hear it because he is dumb and I fucking love it. (laughs) Yeah, I do not understand why he is
1: sleeping under the tower instead of in his van, but it sure is convenient that he'll be able to get away from the van long enough for Dirk to swap the surfboards. He just he just wants to be out near the water. I guess. Um but, uh, Matt shows up on his motorcycle just as Dirk is in the van, and so he heads over to Slade's van, because he thinks it's Slade in there, so Lil- Lila goes for her gun, and then Dirk and Matt fight for a little bit, and then Dirk jumps into the back of Lila's pickup truck. No, Matt- Matt jumps into the
0: back. Well, Dirk jumps in first, and then Matt oh, yeah. jumps, in jumps in Dirk jumps in first, Matt jumps in, they fight, mm-hmm. uh- and then uh, Matt falls off the truck. Yep. In way. Which is... So, this next scene I had a big problem with. There's a lot of things I had a problem with in this next scene. Yes. Uh, um, But the first issue is that Summer treats his wound because he fell off the truck and tells mm-hmm. him not to be a big baby. Even though... He fell off a moving truck yeah. onto pavement. And not the band pavement. <laughs> Only the pavement, the band would be quite lovely. There's five of them, so they could mm-hmm. catch you. Now, yeah. this is not the band pavement, so there's none of them to, there to catch you. Uh, and so he has this big, like, gash there. And, again, he fell on his arm, but they keep telling him he has head trauma. Yeah. Like, we have no evidence that there's head
1: trauma. yeah. He basically tells Slade what he saw, and Slade's like, "But I still have all three of my boards." Um, and Matt's like, "Well, what the fuck? What's going on?" Um, and Slade's like, "We should go do things tonight." And, oh, no, and Matt's no, no, like, no, "I'm no, working no. the oh. beach tonight." Uh, please read mm-hmm. this line from from Jimmy Slade. You hit your head. Don't try to do anything strenuous, like think. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you said that. <laughs> Um, oh, my other favorite uh, line from this is so Matt's going to be working the beach tonight because they're expecting aliens. And Slade goes, but are they expecting you? And he <laughs> just sounds so fucking stupid when he says it. Like, it was very funny. I, it's not I, a terrible line,
0: but it, his delivery is just awful. He's he has this weird smile he does. It mm-hmm. looks like. He can't smile and talk at the same time. He has to (laughs) do one before the other. Yeah. And it's so mean to say, but like you watch it and you have to agree. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, it's really true. He is he is he is acting as hard as he possibly can in almost every scene.
0: That's for um, Yeah <laughs> But what, um, what's the big line of- Yeah
1: the big line here is that Slade goes to leave And asks Summer if she wants to Hang out in his van tonight And Summer says I'd love you As Slade leaves uh, And Matt's like uh, What? And Summer's like I said I'd love to Obviously you have head damage It's like no you don't Yeah
0: Um, I I actually thought that was kind of cute. It is cute. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, But I I do need them to stop saying Matt has had damage or like he just rolled on his arm. Like, yeah, you should know where the arm is. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but after this, uh, we see that the ocean is bubbling, so all the alien people freak out and run in and then Mitch yells that it's a churn hole. I tried I to look think?
0: this up. So, I've never th- there's the only thing I've read that's close to churn hole does not describe this. So, hmm. do you know uh so off the coast of Maine, do you know about these like holes that open up in the ocean? Not even a little bit. So, like off, off the the coast of Maine, uh, they have this thing it so you may have seen it before, and like they used to use it in meme pictures for like divide by zero error, and it's just like a hole starts opening up in the ocean. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what it really is is that a bunch of rocks form, uh, like under the water enough that the water like dips down, so it forms. Oh, a crevice. interesting. So it's like twenty feet and then it just drops down but people think it's like a sinkhole in the water right. uh, and that's what i read was a churn hole this looks to be an underwater thermal yeah uh, which is which is different uh, because there's neither churn nor hole in the underwater <laughs> thermal that i that feels like it should be the model of my life, but I hate it. There's neither churn <laughs> nor hole in
1: that. Here on Forest Whitaker's Seesaw of Love, there is neither churn nor hole. Oh, my God. We are making the best TV show of
0: all time. I'm so excited. I want this to be a thing. Uh, what happens is, yeah, people assume that it's the aliens. And they start running at them. Um and this scene was kind of uncomfortable for me, uh, I've mentioned before on this podcast that I have a cousin who does uh who is part of like a water god cult, uh and like believes that she has documents from aliens and I could just see her like doing this and I was oh, like Oh yeah. This this is weird and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was the scene isn't played off for laughs, it's just played off as like, uncomfortable, because Dr. Taylor is shouting at them, like, come back! It's not them! Yeah. Uh, And I guess that's when she realizes that she's basically running a cult. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, straight up just running a
1: cult. Um, But luckily, all the lifeguards are here, so they run in and rescue everyone.
0: This is why you should never... Uh... Yavin eth Noy. Gian hit okay, so it should be Nij. Okay, because I did join wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time I do I do this, I, I, I copy and pasted this. So every time <laughs> I've sent this to someone, I've spelt this wrong. Yeah. I've done Gianeth <laughs> Yes. Which, <laughs> which I would like uh when uh, when people get eliminated from Forrest Whitaker's Seesaw of Love, you should just say that. <laughs> like, what is he saying? And Forrest is <laughs> like, you're doomed forever. Giannis <laughs> 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 <Jeanette> Neve. <Neveille.
1: laughs> uh, let's see. The next scene whoa, is... Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. I have found that there was a 1982 J-pop song called Seesaw of Love. Ooh. Okay, wait, 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 wait I need to listen to this really quickly Okay uh, Okay, wait Seesaw of Love Here, I will send it to you as well Because this could be our theme song Oh, yeah, yeah. this works the, the title sequence would just be like
1: Forrest Whitaker in a jigsaw mask Slowly just like Going up and down on a seesaw While this plays The part where it it
0: gets busy, ooh, that's when the cast, you see the cast. Yeah. Oh, man, I did. I kind of love this. I do, too. Oh, man. Okay, this is, I I joined a Discord that uh, is uh, perfect for me. It's exceedingly elitist about music to the point where I feel (laughs) And I'm like, that's good. When I feel like I know nothing about what people are talking about, that's a good mm-hmm. line, And yeah. there's also a lot of them talking about, like, Japanese stuff. Like, I learned recently about this uh, Japanese noise ban um, that got arrested for... Um, they took over a flight. They basically committed a terrorist attack by taking over a flight. Oh, wow. Going to North Korea. Um, this was back in the 60s, I think it was. And... Um, their their hardcore shit uh, called Le Rallye des Nudes, and so I listened to their music and I was like, "This sounds like noise." Uh, <laughs> it's good noise, but I get that stuff and I get this weird J-pop stuff, and I'm like, "Man, there's there's some J-pop stuff that is just the greatest music you've ever heard, and you've never heard it before because." Why would I have heard that you heard this before? And Seesaw of Love, our new theme song for Seesaw of Love coming to you. (laughs) 2089.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll we'll be dead by then, I hope. Yeah, here's hoping. (laughs) Um, Well, let's see. You know who won't be dead? Uh, That's Dirk. And all the people in the water as well. (laughs) Yeah. Mitch saved them. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, But Dirk is tearing apart Slade's surfboard looking for the diamonds. But uh oh, it's the wrong surfboard. Um, So Lila comes up with a plan and finds Slade on the beach and gives him a whole story about how. Uh, her nephew is a huge fan of his, and just always oh, wanted to surf with him. But he has cancer, so that's not going to happen. Oh, so what if cancer could just again! Have, the right? Emmy—it's <laughs> time for that Emmy.
0: <laughs> that Emmy cancer
1: <laughs> oh, It's the worst. <laughs> I Folks, love get, it. Get your Emmys checked at least once a year. <laughs> <laughs> your your bone marrow <laughs> Emmys. <laughs> um. But so eventually Slade is like, oh, yeah, just have my old surfboard. I don't give a shit. Um, And then it turns out that board didn't
0: have the diamonds either. Um, Dumb. So, like, how does this board also not have the diamonds? Either what's happening here is that uh, Slade is a genius. Or (laughs) every, every board that Slade has, he marks off with a notch in the same way that the guy who did the who did the heist does, because he made yeah. a notch on that board. She looks at the board that Slade has and sees the notch and then says, okay, this is the one. But yeah. it's in a very specific spot, and it's only on that spot. So... What is this dumb, contrived plot?
1: (laughs) Well, in fairness on that one, she doesn't know what the marking is, and she just assumes that that
0: is the marking. It It is is the marking. Oh, is it? No, the marking he makes on it in, like, the first scene is that he cuts a hole into one of the three rudders. Oh. Well, yeah, then that 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 is very stupid. He said, I did my own thing and didn't follow your plan. And that was his own thing. Was he makes he makes an incision there and makes a cut? So that's why she started touching it. Gotcha! Ah, look, it's the same thing, viewers. And I'm like, okay, so it should be the one. It isn't. Okay, then does do all of them have that notch? Like, you Don't explain it. It's dumb. It is very dumb. Um.
1: But after this, we get a scene where Slade's putting all of his stuff in headquarters because his van got broken into. Um, and then.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. I'm So I didn't write a lot of notes on this because I oh wanted boy. you to tell me.
1: We uh, we get a scene of Summer asleep in her trailer hmm. uh, and then we we fade into her dream. She is, by the way, sleeping in what looks to be like an open backed formal red gown. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which, you know, is just standard sleeping attire Oh, she was going to go out with Jimmy Right, 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 right Um, And I guess laid down in bed, pulled the covers up and fell asleep Yeah, Um, 16 hour nap mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, I I have done that before where I've been like, I'm going to go out with people I'm just going to take like a quick 20 minute nap first And then suddenly it's the next morning Mm -hmm. Um, um, I've never done that. I wish I could, but (laughs) my body won't allow me to. Oh, man, I am. I have become fully nap pilled during the pandemic. I don't know if I like the term nap pilled. It sounds. (laughs) Um, but you know what I do like? It's this weird 90s music video that we get now. You like this? Well, no, I don't actually. Okay. Um <laughs> okay. Okay. uh we see Summer's Dream Sequence where her and Slade
0: are swimming Wet dream sequence.
1: Swimming in a bunch of uh very sexy pools in a grotto, while in my version, some nineties boy band music with a talk box plays. Um oh. it's very weird. Um and so they just kind of like flirt and swim ethereally. In this series of very well lit grotto pools. Uh, and then at the end of it, uh, Slade whoa, whoa, comes into work. Oh, whoa, sure.
0: Whoa. Uh, so in the original uh, version, they get a song called Bear by Jeffrey Williams, which okay. is. It's not my thing. Um, it's a little. Soul E 90, Soul poppy, uh Sade E, but hmm. not E. It's it's weird. I don't know how to describe it. Um uh, but it's similar to one I get in my version, which is set it free by Jeff Ciampa, who is a contemporary <laughs> jazz guitarist. Uh what's so funny? I just like the name Jeff Ciampa. Yeah, I mean it's a it's very Italian, very Italian name. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I, I hate this song too. Uh, now, mind you, for in my version, um, I, I I I looked away and I looked back and I just saw like probably some sort of weird like uh, hallucination. I saw a bunch of like white liquid and I thought, wait, is she swimming through a bunch of jizz? <laughs> uh, no, it's pool water. Don't worry, uh, it's not that overt. Um, so please, Morgan, tell me about this not overt song. Sure. More than I can
1: see, more than I can know. So much mystery beneath the surface flows. I know there's so much more for me. I know there's so much more to see. I know that it's inside of me. I know that you will set it free. Set it free. (laughs) You see me in a light where all I see is night. You see a spark in me just waiting to ignite. I know there's so much more for me. I know there's so much more to see. I know that it's inside of me. I know that you will set it free. Set it
0: free. Set it free. Set it free. Um. Wow. Um. So... <laughs> First off, when you sing in the song like that, it actually doesn't sound that horrible. Oh, like wow. Song. Uh, no, no, I just mean that like, like it's like, oh, I yeah. like I like the musicality to the to the words.
1: No, I'm just I'm impressed. I mean, not that surprised, I guess, but that I spur of the moment could manage to come up with something better than the paid musician
0: for Baywatch. I mean, you do you do for half of them. Uh just because the songs are horrible and it's funnier when you laugh at them. True. uh, uh but yeah, I mean I, I didn't hate the Morgan version. Yeah, thanks. So, um you know, uh I'm trying to work a I know that it's inside of me joke, but man, it is not working. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta let the lyrics stand on their own, death of the author and all that. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta set it free. Set it free. <laughs> But so then Jimmy sees her and doesn't wake her up and leaves her a note.
1: Mm-hmm. Before that, though, he does tuck her in, which felt a little weird. Why is that weird? Because he broke into her trailer, tucked her in, and left her a note.
0: Because it- she wasn't, she was. I don't, I don't think it is. She's her door was open. He came to see her. She was. Yeah. Didn't want to disturb her, so he pulled over the the, the blankets and left her a note saying, "Hey, I didn't want to, you know, disturb you." fair. I don't know, it just felt weird to me. Um, well, I mean, he is weird. That is true.
1: I think it may just partially be that Kelly Slater always feels a little bit creepy to me,
0: yeah. like he, but Ke- Kelly Slater looks like hit one unibrow ate the other unibrow. <laughs> he does and have some intense fucking eyebrows. It's it's not a unibrow, but it looks like it's the aftermath of a war between <laughs> two unibrows. <laughs> A Tale of Two Unibrows. Yeah, it's a Rock Hudson movie. <laughs> or is it? Okay. Dun dun
1: dun. Um, after this, we get a little scene of Stephanie and Mitch on the beach bantering about aliens um it's It's kind of nothing and 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 matt
0: says uh, or matt yeah that's what i meant matt says they need a new speaker and she says they need a new belief system and i was like Mm -hmm. whoa what are you the catholics (laughs) (laughs) it's a good joke okay continue um
1: after this we see dirk break into headquarters to try and steal slade's board but uh uh-oh slade brought it to summer's place Um, so Stephanie heads into the headquarters to take a shower, and while she's doing that and changing, Dirk knocks over the surfboard that doesn't have the diamonds in it, and Stephanie hears it and goes to investigate, because she thinks it's Matt. Um, but then Dirk opens the board bag, and it's the wrong one. So he knocks out Stephanie, but Matt overhears this, so he tackles Dirk, and they fight for a bit while Lila just kind of stands there watching with a gun, um... And then she just leaves to go to Summer's trailer for the board uh, while Matt throws Dirk through a window and knocks him (laughs) out. (laughs) It's a it's a scene. It sure is. Um, After that, uh, Summer wakes up and finds the note from Slade saying that he creeped on her while she slept.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, you know what? I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try. Please. am going to try and do the Kelly Slater voice. Please. Oh, I I'm would love to hear this. It. I'm going to fail at this. Hold on. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I got you. Okay, so you know sometimes when people do an accent, they have a phrase that they got to say to get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so my phrase to get into his voice is a, is a, um, it's a quote from The Critic, where they make right. a uh, joke about Keanu Reeves. Or they say, if you prick us, do we not blow chunks? Uh, (laughs) Summer, I came by, but you were sleeping. You look so beautiful. I didn't want to wake you up. Hope you had beautiful dreams. See you tomorrow, Slade.
1: That's a fucking
0: weird note to wake up to like it's like cute if you're dating each other yes but you also called her bud a bunch yeah and like you know what else you call bud the guy at the grocery store or your dog or Or like or like you dropped you dropped a can of beans and someone (laughs) picked up the can of beans and hand them to you and you say well thanks bud and he says you're welcome I don't want anyone to go without their beans. <laughs> Sounds like a real bean bud. Sounds like a real dot mean bean machine.
1: <laughs> um, but yes, after this, uh, we see the alien hunters start to pack up because they didn't find any aliens. Ooh, ooh, but don't worry, they're coming has, back
0: every night. Hobie has this awesome shirt. It's uh, a good uh, shirt. It's it's uh, space and the planets and uh-huh. its a big white diagonal font that says the communion yes and I I want it I legitimately want that shirt yeah like, no it's not even shirt. like joking I, I I want it
1: yeah no I would I would wear that I could see that um, but after this uh, Matt tells Slade about what happened with the break-in. And so Slade figures out that this must mean that his last surfboard is full of diamonds and that his last surfboard is at Summer's. So they all head to Summer's place. Um, and then we see Lila cutting the phone line at Summer's trailer and ties her up in a chair with silk scarves, um, and then starts cutting open the board, the surfboard for the diamonds and does a little villain monologue, um, and then we see a shot of Matt and Slade heading over on Matt's motorcycle and Lila. Which, mm-hmm.
0: like, they decide that the safe thing to do would be to go them, to go there themselves to defuse the situation instead of waiting for the police. Right. Okay, I'm just making
1: sure we're on the same page mm-hmm. here. Yeah, okay. I think I have a similar complaint to you about this whole sequence. Yeah. Um, which is that... As they're heading over, uh, Lila sets it up so that the trailer will explode from a gas leak. By which I mean, she puts a lit, lit cigarette on a book of matches and cuts the gas line so that the whole trailer is filling with gas. And I have, I, I have a couple problems with this. One, um, cigarettes—if you've ever looked closely at a cigarette—have a bunch of like lines around the entire diameter, and each of those are intended to basically if. Um, like cigarette, like burns through enough of them without you actively smoking it, it'll put out the fire because they're each like fire resistant little lines. Oh, didn't know that. So there is no way that that cigarette would have burned all the way down. Um, Even in 93? Even in 93, as far as I'm aware. Um, They've been around for a while from what I understand. Um, And also I, my understanding is that a lit cigarette without you pulling on it is not actually hot enough to catch anything on fire. Like it would not have lit those matches on fire. Um, it's why, and I don't recommend doing this. Uh It's, (laughs) it's technically safe to have a lit cigarette while you're pumping gas. But again, don't do this. Um, but technically, um, as long as you don't like actively pour gasoline on your cigarette as you are draw like drawing from it, it's safe. um but again, please don't do that um for so many reasons. um but like cigarettes just don't burn that hot, normally. Sure. um so There's this whole an- plan is stupid.
0: There's another problem with this plan mm-hmm. and uh Lila describes that there were three trailer parks in Malibu for mm-hmm. forever to find summer. So what this means is that she, I think, went to every trailer park in Malibu, knocked at every door. That's a good point. Until Summer showed up and then was like, yeah, I found you. Also, how does she even know in the first place that Summer lives in the trailer park?
1: Uh, Because she mentions earlier um, that she like followed Slade. Or followed Summer back to her trailer at one point. Which also then would, invalidates that she yeah. would need to go to that many trailer parks. Yeah. It's very stupid.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't imagine they're like, oh, well, okay, so you go to here and you take a fork in the road. If you go left, you go to trailer park A and the right to trailer park B. No, I imagine the trailer parks in Malibu are a little bit displaced from each other. So she should know how to get to it if she followed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very dumb. Um yes. But at this point, uh, there's another dumb thing that happens.
1: Uh, well, there's a couple things. One is that Summer looks just completely unconcerned throughout this entire thing. She just like does not seem to care or attempt to escape or I think at all mind.
0: Uh, I, I mean, I think she's uh, approaching uh, Nirvana. She's realized <laughs> Sarah, the eternal yeah. suffering of of rebirth and finally has come to realization that it's okay for her to die because you know that is just the endless cycle and that maybe she can end this cycle this time
1: yeah the the world is baywatch and i am no longer afraid to die
0: honestly it's kind of deep <laughs> kind of deep that's that's not the problem i was going to mention
1: the the other problem i have uh is that so at this point um Matt and Slade show up in the motorcycle and see Lila driving away in her pickup truck. And both of them go after yes Lila. This, 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 Instead of one of them stopping to fucking check on Summer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Slade could have gone off the bike, help Summer while Matt took the mm-hmm. motorcycle. To but I think it's justified as, okay, yeah. So somebody needs to drive it. So Matt can then jump into the back of the pickup truck. Instead of just going to the side and then, like, banging on the car and slowing her down until the police got there? Because, again, they went without waiting for the police. Right. Right. But, no, so what happens is that Matt jumps into poli- into the back of the pickup truck and then Slade uses the motorcycle to then go back to Summer. Yeah. Okay, so he goes back and then uh, he he pours water on the cigarette instead of just, like... Putting the cigarette out? Hold I mean, on, though. Not-
1: we, are, we are missing the most important scene here, which is that when yeah. when Matt jumps into the back of Lila's truck, he does grab the surfboard and, like a little kid, just surf down a very small hill. Oh, yeah. Um, we, Which is very funny to me. I love that boat. That
0: was a <laughs> actually legitimately good moment. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. But then, yeah, Slade g- gets water out of mm-hmm. of a a vase and then pours it onto the cigarette Mm -hmm. and then that turns off the gas Mm -hmm. and then it's going to cut her binding so she says no it's my mom's scarf make Mm -hmm. out with me Um, why did it need to be her mom's scarf that contributes nothing who Um, knows well it does
1: give us the the very good line where Matt shows up after this and goes wow that's kinky Um, uh, no it's not (laughs) it's not really um I mean I guess by 1992 or whatever standards it is but no it's not BDSM still exists <laughs> I mean but like for a vanilla audience tying someone to a chair with silk scarves like you know Bill Clinton use a pencil
0: on Monica Lewinsky like come on <laughs> Like this our our president was more kinky than this shit That's true I mean, that wasn't '93 that he did that, but you know, <laughs> like, that's that's the '90s. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, and then then we get to the last scene of the episode. Oh boy! Uh, which apparently, Morgan and I disagree on. Yes, do you do you want to talk through this one, or should I? I'll talk through. Uh, uh actually, not. Uh,
1: please, please do it. All right. So, Doctor Taylor is on the beach, looking sad. Uh, when Mitch comes over and they talk about the concept of belief and how oh, you got this, to have this, faith, faith, faith. I one. got to have faith, faith, faith. She
0: says, I'd rather believe in my heart that there's someone out there that might help get this planet back on course than uh-huh. believe there isn't. My first yeah. thought was, drain the swamp. Praise uh-huh. QAnon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I really. Oh,
1: God. It was such a shitty like, eh, I don't really have to take responsibility for any of my actions because the aliens are going to come save us. It's it's the problem I have with the people who are like, "Ah, well, Earth is already fucked. Let's all just move to Mars. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, so then a a big lightning storm happens and everyone's like, oh, that must be aliens. Um, And then Dr. Taylor walks towards the ocean And then there were only one set of footprints, but this time it wasn't because of Jesus. It was because of aliens, um, because her footprints just trail off and then she's gone.
0: But and 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 the final part of the scene. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, So, Morgan, what happens after that?
1: So uh, what happens is and to give our listeners a little context, we just rewatched the scene together. Michael and I, Um, a weird red orb appears out of nowhere and flies into the sky.
0: Um, A thing that I totally missed when I watched the episode. Aliens are real in this show. This is our Baywatch Nights prequel, I guess, or something. I fucking apparently like. This means that the second season of Baywatch Nights can't exist because we've already established that fucking aliens exist.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird choice
0: for this show. Let's actually, you know what? Let's talk about our differences on this in our ratings. Yes, let's. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is discovering love is dead and 10 is discovering that you have a gold prospecting 49er uncle who left you a gold boot in his will, Morgan... What would you rate
1: this episode? Um, this is a tricky one for me. Um, I think, I think I'm going to have to go with a four on this episode. Okay. Um, I, I appreciate how weird the alien plot line is, especially the fact that apparently aliens are just real in this universe. Um, our universe, Morgan, <laughs> I, I give them 11. Yeah. I I'm so
0: happy to live in Baywatch Prime. <laughs> the universe they live in has uh for us what occurs C a love, but ours doesn't, and I'm mm. disappointed.
1: Truly a tragedy for generations to come. Yeah. Um But yeah, I appreciate that they got a little weird with it. Um I think doing a Slade heavy plot line drags you down quite a few points because boy oh fucking boy can Kelly Slater not act. Nope. Um, and I also just, I felt like the alien plot line was kind of really slow. Um, and while I appreciated that it was weird, it was also boring. Um, and also just generally this episode did not hold my attention very well. So yeah, I'm going to give it a four and I'm going to say that a four is the experience of, Uh, Setting up a whole bunch of fancy scientific equipment, uh, but not being able to record any actual alien data. But hey, at least your one weird friend gets a chance to play his new synthesizer music. So it wasn't a total waste. Um,
0: (laughs) Michael, how about you? I'm going to give it a five. Okay. there were parts of it that I really that not really liked, the parts of it that were like 6 or 7 worthy and parts of it that were 3 or 4 worthy and it just kind of balances out to a 5 you know um, so like like it wasn't a great episode, it was fun in parts and it was weird in parts and I, I don't know it, it, it most episodes I rate a 5 are because they're very average, this is one where I feel like it just kind of ran the gamut on both ends that it has to balance out at a 5. Yeah. And I I liked the ending just because I thought the ending was like super dumb. I will uh, say
1: with with seeing that they put a really cheesy alien effect in, I do actually like it a little bit
0: more. Right. That's the part that tells me on it because uh I was like okay, whatever and then I saw that and I shouted, "Yo!" <laughs> <at the screen. laughs> Because I thought, w- what, what, like you're actually gonna do? Aliens are real. Yeah, that's whoa, uh, and so, so yeah, that was a big, that was a big highlight. Um, and a five is well. So I've watched uh, recently something that does alien abductions a lot better, and that is the anime Gintama, which has done a a multi part, a uh, few episode uh, arc where everybody finds out that parts of their body have been turned into screwdrivers, um, mostly Phillips, and uh, they end up finding out it's because a bunch of aliens uh, lost their screwdrivers and they need to unscrew their PSPs uh, because Sony of America won't send them screwdrivers that work with the back end of their PSPs, so they just abduct people and turn them into... (laughs) And... um, so, like, one guy finds out, like, his, his pinky finger has been turned into a screwdriver. One dude finds out that his his dick got turned into, like, a weird, like, lug nut. Sure. Um, and the only thing they know about them is that all the aliens like Monster Hunter. So they basically go into Monster Hunter, uh, and they meet all their friends there who are pretending to be, like, super cool dudes who are all just other dudes turned into screwdrivers, uh, trying to sure aliens. Um and then they finally find the aliens um, And they find out that the mysterious Dick Lugnut is actually Fits into the ship's power control uh, Of and they course And crash this, the ship And they say like turn us back into Normal people and they're like um, We can't you'll probably have to get Surgery so like the last like five minutes Of the episode is them all getting Like skin grafts and like That's the episode <laughs> That's the, that's the, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing series. It's, it's a, it's 300 episodes basically of all slapstick of like genius. I, I, I have to send you, there's one very, very famous one. There's a few very famous ones where they have like this weird, like samurai battle over, uh, there's no toilet paper left, uh, except for someone has a piece of sandpaper. And so <laughs> sure. it's like, Fighting over, like, the mental battle of, do you use sandpaper? And then, like, one guy pulls out a picture and realizes, I have a picture of my kid. Wait, no, I can't <laughs> do that to my kid. And so it's just, like, I have a picture over this girl that I love. No, I can't do that to her. So they like, do I use sandpaper? Do I do that? And they're, like, all trying to outwit each other. Um, and it's dumb as fuck, and I love it, and I'll send it to you, and we'll also put it in the comments. Um <laughs> But yeah, so that was, uh, that was Strangers Among Us um, Let's talk <laughs> about What we have Next week Yes, Ooh. let's um, Next week On Forrest Whitaker's Seesaw of Love More seesaws uh, <laughs> We have Our first part of a two Parter called Vacation. And uh, this will be a guest episode. So we, this season, we've had two people agree to do two parters. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll have the same guests for both of the two parters this well, the other two two parters this season because we started with the two parter that introduced us to Pamela Anderson playing the saxophone. Um, still, maybe the greatest scene in cinema of all time. Um, it's very good. It's 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 up there. It's like. Rosebud and and going <laughs> CJ? Um, you know, um, so the Baywatch wiki description is Mitch, CJ, Stephanie, Matt, Summer and Guido are on an ocean liner cruise down the coast of Mexico for a vacation. Guido tells Mitch that he has started a new business called Windows by Guido and pretends to be wealthy to impress a woman. What? She happened? Yeah, a captain named Rolf Angstrom visits headquarters and a ruthless drug dealer escapes. Uh, the huh. description is After saving the daughter of a ship's captain from drowning in the ocean, Mitch, Stephanie Summer, CJ, Matt, and even the bumbling maintenance man Guido are invited on a cruise invited for a cruise invited to a cruise <laughs> on a, fabulous, a Tom cruise to a fabulous for a fabulous <laughs> ocean liner down the coast of Mexico for two and of a week of relaxation <laughs> where Mitch and Stephanie try to rekindle their lost romance CJ takes Matt to the ship's casino and Guido pretends to be a wealthy count to woo a fairly uh, a fairly large wealthy middle aged widow also on the ship is an escaped drug mm. lord named Nicholas Rogo, which is definitely a real person. Mm-hmm. His gang planning to escape to South America, whom Summer becomes suspicious of his true identity. Uh, sounds interesting. It sounds I like read, it's going to be very dumb. I should read the user reviews of Strangers Among Us. I totally forgot. Um, one person says, I wish the aliens would take me away to a better show. <laughs> Great. Uh, our sand crabs disagree completely Uh, sand crab 277 gives it a one star and says Jeremy Jackson that plays Hobie's a royal ditz and major PETA never heard that before uncoordinated and flippant to his dad he regularly makes unnecessary waves he needs to have more discipline what wow Uh, okay also producer's wife wife and occasional writer Michelle Burke plays the part of an, an investigative scientist researching alien science even a bigger joke what a putz Okay. Sure. Now, uh, that that review is titled, Uh, Really? Now, (laughs) this next one is a 10 out of 10, and it's titled, Summer Misspoke. This is our more unhinged saying crab. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, Morgan, would you like to read it? Ooh, please. I haven't read one of these in a while. Uh, I will tell you there is a tiny bit of Yiddish in here. Um, Okay. if I need to translate, I, I will. Um
1: delightful ding-dongs, bad hairstyling and rad handshakes, world-class surfer unworthy of abduction by undersea aliens, diamond-diggin' dorks with a sick switcheroo, schlamazels faceplant yeah, while endeavor to lure E.T. out of the waves, or do they?
0: Schlamazel Yiddish for uh, an unlucky person.
1: Okay, I thought so. I knew I'd heard the word before, but I couldn't out off the top of yeah. my head remember what it meant. It's commonly confused with
0: schlemiel, which is an net person. Ah, I just like saying shlemiel. Uh It's a very fun word. Uh, this is this it, this uh, review makes no sense. Uh, yep. But I do like diamond digging dorks with a with a. Let me start that over again. Diamond digging <laughs> dorks with a six switcheroo. Um I love that part. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. It's 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 quite good. Uh Morgan, anything else to say? No, I think uh
1: I think that about does it for me. Um I think uh we should let our audience get abducted back to their home planet and wrap up this here episode. Okay, she saying- by saying thank you all for listening to this episode of baywatch rookie school if you want to find us on twitter our show handle is at rookie school pod i am at morgan p
0: thrapp i'm gonna change i should change mine to at seesaw of love (laughs) for now i am at snot snip s-n-o-t s-n-i-t we'll see you next week and just remember
1: they're here under the water it's the aliens.
0: Or are they? Dun, dun, dun.